Ensenada, Mexico. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. Welcome to the Cat vs. Dog podcast with your host, Young Dolomite, and my lovely co-host, CJ. Hola. Over here, dolled up, looking amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. I try to always look my best when I come to the show. Sure you do. I believe you. We're filming it, so why wouldn't I want to look nice for myself and for those who are viewing the show? We appreciate your support, so we, I put forth my best effort. Mm. <laughs> and the super producer no, been ready. Case. Yeah, I'm amazed. Everybody's been taking PR classes. Huh? Over here, yeah, he's over here off camera in his pajamas. You bet off camera in pajamas, better believe it. <laughs> better believe it. <laughs> Two points for being for that. Yes, so, uh, how was your week? My week was good. What did I have done? I think I really just worked. I didn't really do anything extra special this weekend other than it was hot as hell here. So I went to the beach a couple of times and, and worked out and whatnot. Oh, I fell. In the sand? Yes, and fucked up my leg. Damn. I have one of the ugliest bruises. Like, I'm clumsy as fuck just by nature. Um, but I have one of the ugliest bruises I've ever had on my leg, and it just looks horrible. I mean, I'm fine, but ugh. That but sucks. other than that, I had a great week. How was your week? Oh, some bullshit. <laughs> It'll all work out. I'm yeah, sure. it, was, it was some bullshit. Yeah. But I, I went to Vegas and got my kids, so that was cool. Oh, they are back. How yeah. are the kids? They cool, you know. They they was wait. They wanted to come back. They was like, "Daddy, what the fuck, nigga? We we ready to come home." Like uh, when we was recording, Deuce kept calling back and forth and shit. Like, "Daddy, daddy, 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 daddy." I'm like, Deuce, we we trying to record some shit. Yeah. So he uh, you know, he fucked the beginning of that live up. But now they home, so it's cool having them home. But they've been out, you know, since they've been gone a week. Everybody mm-hmm. been missing them, so they've been here, there, there. So they only been home like maybe two days out the week, but. Outside of that, good week. Well, my week was bullshit, but I'm, I'm just saying glad that they're home. Thing, yeah. Yes, good that, for that, them. That, good that, to have them. Yes, you're glad that they're back. Yeah, you didn't know what to yeah. do with them while they were yeah. gone. Fucking be bored and shit. How was your week, B? <laughs> B, can you turn me up in the headphones a little bit? Uh, turn <clears throat> them shits up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you. It was good. it was fine. It's it's becoming stressful towards the end as we wrap this week up. But uh, you know, this too shall pass. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. On this wonderful, <laughs> blessed Sunday. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, All that Y'all shit. Y'all on it already. And we ain't even really started yet. Blockata. Blockata. Man. So our black excellence this week, I was unable to get the young man's name, but his first, well, his last name, but his first name is Jermaine. Uh, probably many of you have already seen it or will see it soon on your social media. His name is Jermaine. He is from Philadelphia. And he scaled the building 19 stories to save his mother from a burning building. If that ain't love, I don't know what is. Bailey, if I ever get stuck in a burning building, Bailey better get on his shit, get on his Spider-Man. I done took him to all the movies and scale this damn building and come and save me. But I thought that was like a really touching story. Because yeah, uh, I think she's bedridden or she couldn't get That's out. Like said. she was stuck. Yeah. And so... I don't know why the fire department was unable to save her, but I guess they weren't moving fast enough. And he was like, I'm going to go get my mama. So uh, he definitely deserves black excellence because 19 stories. That's a lot. They didn't have a melanin superpowers. Hey, we, we are the beginning and the end. Do you hear me? Yeah, we're the real superheroes. Very true. So episode 22, old to the old school uh we're both 80s babies and so uh we kind of touched on it a little bit last week and it's been prominent in the culture and so we just want to show love and appreciation to old school and kind of just go over the things that are different some of the things that are the same as far as uh old school like music music for for one the damn near probably the major one, like the biggest one, because nowadays the way music is sounding, the way it's made. Relationships, too, is a big one, though. There's been a big transition from 
how you dated and courted in 19, even, I would say even 1990, than how you date right now in 2019. I think courting. I don't know about dating because with all this ratchet shit going on, mm-hmm. I think the same ratchet shit was going on in the previous generation before. Oh us. yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Because I was, I was a uh, joke of one of my coworkers. Like, imagine if they had Facebook in like 1981. Mm-hmm. Lots of baby mama, baby daddy drama. Yeah. Lots of deadbeat daddies getting chased down on Facebook. Yeah. I think too though. <clears throat> we're in a world now where there's, um, I don't want to say appreciation is not the word, but what's televised and what's pushed more is negativity. And that's what's harder now where back in the day you wanted to push love couples. That was the thing you wanted to be in love. You wanted to be in a relationship. You, you wanted to have that bond, that connection with your boo. That was what people wanted. It wasn't about, being single or getting this or getting that and not saying that being single is bad, but it wasn't about that versus now we're such in a, I, me, my society across the board that no, I'm not going to push love and unity and coming together. I'm going to push, do it by yourself, figure it out. And then that becomes the, the mindset throughout the community, throughout the nation. Cause I mean, it, it it's definitely transitioned to some other shit. Yeah, because back in the day, the only songs that was really cracking about being single was what, Cameo? Single Life and shit? Oh, yeah. And no, that what? what going. Remember, is it Cameo that has the song? Um, I can't. It's, it's basically, basically saying that people are lying on him about cheating. Rumors? Like, yes. Rumors. Look at all these rumors. Yeah. Me every day. I don't that know song. who's singing that shit. Is that not cameo? No, nah, that might be uh, was it Roswell? Oh, I don't even know who the fuck yeah. Roswell is. No, nah, um, <laughs> that's the same nigga who sing um, uh, don't you stop it? I forgot what they was called though, but it's Rockwell. Rockwell. That's what it's called. Is it Rockwell? Rockwell. Band? I don't know if it's Rockwell though. Timex Social Club is God the name of the group. Damn, one hit wonder. T- Wait, the That's whole name of the group is Time? Because God damn, what the fuck is that shit? Timex Social Club. That's a hell of a one-hit wonder. That's a banger yeah. for them motherfuckers in that stupid-ass name. like nigga. That's a horrible name. Yeah, but I think what fuck relationships up as far as like from the difference between back then and right now is the internet. Motherfuckers got too many options. Yes and no. Because that's that's the thing that we talk about all the time. I think that's more of an issue for men than it is for women. Nope. Yeah. Same. Because I have options. It's, it still doesn't make me any less want to be in something that's solid. Yeah, but a lot of females treat dudes a different way based on the fact that they got more options. Meaning? Meaning they just have a, a different air about them when they're in the presence of a man. Like, they don't. Like, it's just like the average female now has become the pretty female. Like how a pretty female would give a nigga that, I could be somewhere else type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Now, average females is like that because <laughs> they got six, seven niggas in their little DM. So they like, shit, I could be three other motherfucking places while I'm sitting here with your ass. And niggas could sense that. Their little spidey senses get to tingling when, when Not okay. uh-uh, uh-uh. push the vibes off. I just went on a date <laughs> this past weekend, and I definitely was on some I'd rather be in my bed type ass shit. And this nigga didn't pick that shit up at all. That is a capital L, capital <clears throat> A, capital M, at all. capital E. At all. Lame. What kind at of, all. I don't know, like. No, y'all yeah. don't. Men don't are not really good not at picking up on men. shit. I'm gonna say them niggas. Okay, because I I, I can tell like nine times out of ten if I'm on a date and I feel like the vibe is off, I'm like, uh, check please. But when a when a man really want to be with a particular woman, it doesn't matter. He's just glad to be out with her. See, that's that's what I'm saying. That's them lame niggas. That's That's not lame. If you really like somebody, like when I'm with certain dudes, I'm really excited to be with them. Yeah, but if you're bored, like if I can see that you're visibly bored, let's leave. We're wasting each other's time. I I could be somewhere else. With your bored ass. Like (laughs) you sitting here texting and shit, like I'm trying to have a conversation with you and you just like Hmm. No, that's mm-hmm. rude. I would mm-hmm. never be rude. 
So what what did you do to show him that you was bored? I didn't do anything particular. It's just my posture and my demeanor. I'm not giving you like how when we're engaged on the show, I'm giving you 110%. I'm engaged with you. If I'm over it, I'm just not as engaged. That's what I'm saying. So like one word answers. Oh, no, I don't do that just because yeah, I don't really like yeah, that. Now, you, one word answers, you have pissed me off. Date fucking over. Yeah, that would be date over. Too. Or Take like when motherfuckers home. get to be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, I'm upset when I'm I like, get to do that shit. Excuse me, could y'all bring me a box? Because, mm-mm. And matter of fact, two separate checks. Yeah, let, oh. she could pay for her own shit. <laughs> I wish she a some nigga bullshit. would. She, she could pay for that shit. So uh, all that shit she ordered, yeah, nigga, that's on her with her bored ass. Have fun paying for that shit. That mm. that goes some excitement for your ass that's right there. Petty. Figure out <laughs> figure out your uh, your tip. That's petty. That's what? very petty of you. Tell the motherfucker to pay for their own yes, food. Yes, that's petty. I don't know. I wouldn't say petty. Maybe cheap, but not petty. But I, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't do that shit, though. Like, if, if I did invite you on a date, mm-hmm. I would pay for your shit. But I, I would definitely delete your number and, and let you know explicitly that this will be the last time that we kick it with each other. I agree. If the vibe is shit. not there and the and, and I, I'll tell men or women that and this person is being disrespectful to you or ignoring you on a date by all means, just because I wasn't interested in him, though, doesn't mean that I'm going to be rude to him. I'm just not giving you I gave him 80 percent instead of the normal hundred percent. Well, 80 percent is kind of a lot. Yeah, because I just don't want to be rude. Keep a nigga thinking that some shit like yeah. it's some sparks flying like 80 yeah. percent of nigga be like. I think the date went pretty good. He like, does. I, I think that's I think that's what happens on uh, those dating shows. Yeah. Like, uh, what was that shit? Love Connection. Yeah. Since we talking about old school shit. Oh, I like, love Love Connection. Oh, love Connection. The dude be like, I think it went great. You know, we was making eye contact and she touched my hand and she like, yeah, nigga, I was trying to get the salt in your hand was in the way. And he like, oh, you know, it was it was this and we was dancing and she like, nigga, I was dancing with a whole nother nigga when you was behind me. You just kept humping my butt and shit while I was dancing. All right. Like, you know, the dude be thinking the date went phenomenal when the female be like, nigga. Terrible. Fuck out of here. Terrible. And I be like, damn, that's fucked up. These niggas really don't be knowing how to read the fucking the waves and shit. Mm-hmm. That's a damn shame. Cause me, I'll be like, man, fuck this motherfucker. You know what is horrible too, though, is when men don't read the, read the waves. But then here's a, a real skill is when she is that way and you can pick up on it. And then you know how to turn that shit around. That is an untapped skill that very few men have the power to do, but it's possible. Yeah. If you're funny, if you're funny, you if you're around, enduring, nigga, and you I mean, have like, to be funny. Yeah, you either got to be, be funny or you got to be smart as fuck. Like you got to be able to like bring up some shit that she's interested in that you might have knew she was interested in and engage her in a conversation, like trick her ass into talking. Yeah, like oh, I see those earrings. Those are <laughs> sterling silver, aren't they? That blue shit. Oh yeah, I know those earrings. Those are from the fucking Machaca tribe of fucking New Mexico. Oh yeah, I know those or some shit like that. Like you stupid. Trick her ass into a fucking conversation. Like yeah. you know, you're gonna have to. Oh, you just gave some free game away. There you yeah, go. Shit. All but the my, time. here's my thing. Here's my thing with the funny shit. If you're not funny. And you try, and those shits don't land, it's going to irritate her. And now she's even more ready to go than what the fuck she was. It'll really fuck her up. Don't, don't, don't try to, don't try to make her laugh. And, oh, especially like if if she a Christian and shit, and you be like, what's the difference between Jesus and a picture of Jesus? What? It only takes one nail to hang a picture of Jesus. That's. Are you fucking kidding me? Thank you, man. What? That's a joke for a date, nigga. Oh, she no. She gonna get up and walk the fuck out of that motherfucker so Please quick. Please don't do that shit. Oh, she gonna be up out of there. She gonna sprint out that motherfucker like, this nigga's a devil worshiper. Right, that part. But that shit is funny, though, nigga. You know that shit was funny. CJ just got done laughing. That's a hilarious fucking joke. No, it's not. I heard it from a co-worker. I was like, wow. You a different type of nigga to think of that shit. Do you hear me? You a different type of motherfucker to sit there and think of some stuff like that. But that shit was fucking hilarious, though. But when you on a date, if the vibe is off, you got to come up with something quick or just dip. 
It depends. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Because on how much you like the girl, though. Like, if you really into her and you see that... Her posture off a little bit, you're going to have to hit her with some shit. Oh, that's how that's how I did disengage. No lie. He was sitting like how you sitting right now. And if I, I hate this for the people who can't see us, but just imagine, right? And for the people who can see us, and this is how I was sitting. <laughs> no, the fuck you was. Oh, God. Are you fucking kidding oh, me? Oh, yeah. Check, please. Two checks. Are you fucking kidding Two checks. me? Bring her her check. In my check, hell yeah, nigga, bring me. I no was laying on my way. arm. Hey. Did you just lay on the table? I'm a point too. Did you just lay your ass That's on the exactly table? That's exactly how I was laying because we were outside where they had these um rocks on fire, so it wasn't like a regular table, or whatever. We were sitting out there. And then at some point, I just was like, oh, I'd rather be at home watching Martin. And I started thinking about episodes of Martin. You said that to him? No, in my mind. Oh, I have I conversations was, in my mind all the time. I was finna say. And, what uh, the fuck? What? Yeah. you rather, nigga, take your ass home and watch Martin and pay for your food. Definitely not doing that. Yeah. Matter of fact, nigga, I'll be like, check, please, and then hop up and run. Now we racing away from the check. No. But Ooh. I was still very engaging. Who's going to pay it? While you was laying your head down on the table? Listen, I'll, <laughs> like I'll be like, this. you want to you wanna lay your head down somewhere? Lay your head in my lap. Like this. Motherfucking. Oh, if he had said that, then, it, then oh, I would have used that as, you know what? You're being extremely disrespectful. I oh, think it's damn. time for me to go home. I, I would have wrapped I, that shit I thought up. that shit really was going to get spicy, nigga. No. I thought she was going well, to use that one as an opportunity. To burn out. Goddamn. Well, niggas, you can do that too. You, you'll end the date very quickly. Yeah, don't 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 mention sex if she doesn't mention sex, and especially if y'all have never had sex. Don't do that. Yeah, you can do that. That's something that's different from old school and new school. A man would date you and court you and whatever the case, and and never really don't not saying that he that the goal wasn't still to sleep with you because that was definitely Every still the goal in the 60s, forever. 70s, 80s. Everybody wants to have sex. So since that's the great pussy drought of the 40s. <laughs> it was a pussy drought <laughs> in the 40s. Wasn't a lot of pussy getting got in the 40s. Picked up a little bit in the 50s, but the 40s was a great pussy drought. My only question is, how do you know? Richard Pry. Okay. He said it was a great pussy drought in the 40s. And I believe him. Richard Pryor was a, a, a prophet. Here's my thing. That's hilarious. But our producer, the amazing, amazing Ben Reddy, is playing that Kawhi laugh. And y'all know that awkward ass, goofy ass laugh. I don't know. Can they hear it? I didn't even hear it. <laughs> that oh, shit is. You did that? How the fuck did I miss it? Because you're a little slow. And you're <laughs> like, damn, nigga. What the? F- See, here she go again with that shit. That bullshit. Fucking light skin shaming, nigga. We we coming back in style. To where? To to style. Oh, with who? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. The Ball Brothers. There we go. When Lamelo Ball gets drafted. There we'll, you go. We'll be back. Lifestyle. What's the biggest difference from old school to now as far as lifestyle? The internet. Mm. I feel like social media is huge. And and, and my thing, so I saw a post, dang, I should have wrote it down. And it says that the internet is not negative. It's what you looking at. It's the bullshit you pulling up. And I do believe that that's true. I don't see... A lot of bullshit and and don't, don't get me wrong, it's bullshit on the internet, but I don't entertain that with my time. 
She follows the Mississippi Mass Choir. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Doc. <laughs> Kirk Franklin, uh, Donnie McClurkin, um, Mahalia Jackson, which it's is dead. crazy because she did. It's like, dead. I don't even know how she followed Mahalia Jackson on there. I follow the shade room. She follow. She verified on AC there. Green. Yeah, I- nigga. She follow um, Christian Mingle. I don't. I didn't even know Christian Mingle had an Instagram. Listen here. I just don't follow. He finds bullshit and and all i i don't follow Iyanla, but i follow positive shit because you you're on it every day you gotta oh, so realize you follow magic johnson positive oh you stupid <laughs> you're so corny damn <laughs> that was corny but cute it made me laugh that one works but yeah i don't know i follow all the ratchet shit yeah you do but but see your mindset i think maybe for me and it's different you I believe that what you allow your eyes and ears to hear on a continuous basis is what will manifest into so, this microphone into this funny shit and there you go and that works for him a whole bunch of hood ass shit and this and that for me is a distraction I grew up with hood shit I don't need to look at that shit on my phone all goddamn day I already know motherfuckers ghetto I done seen baby mamas fight baby daddies I done seen niggas cuss each I done seen enough hood fights I'm from Acres Home Texas baby I don't, I don't need I to don't see what? Acres Home what? Acres Home. You ain't never said that shit. Acres Home is like uh, a little part of Houston. Like y'all would call Inglewood. Oh, okay. It's like a big neighborhood of Houston. Yes, inside of Houston. Houston. Is that yeah. South Acres? No, no, no. Okay. I'm from the north side. Okay. North side, nigga. N-A-W-F. Yes, sir. The blue side, The blue side. Scarface says, South Acres, baby gangster. The man my respect. God damn, I didn't know he was gangbanging like that. Shit. I don't remember that shit. God damn, man. So I, that must be why we thought that nigga was from out here because he was gangbanging and shit. Yeah, that shit's popular out here. Damn, I thought that Slim Thug was a crip when he was saying Blue Side. I said, all right. Oh baby. no, that's just the forty four, which is the bus route, which is on our side of town. Oh man, I thought that shit was some crip shit. No, we don't. We don't do the gang. Thug, yeah, though. we don't do the gang thing. Slim Thug is kind of like Houston's Nipsey. Yeah. Uh, but then again, Houston got a few. Because him fucking uh, Trader mm, Truth. Mm, I don't know. Because he building all them houses and shit. He did build all the houses. He doing some dope ass shit Here's the, This is why I don't want to give Slim the nipsy. And don't get me wrong. I love Slim. Shout out to Slim. He's deaf. But it took him a while to get to that point. As where Nipsey came in the game with that mindset. He was taught before. And that nigga had that little bitty, what was that, little bob? And he was talking about niggas want to spend money on changing this. Jerry Curl. Jerry Curl, Bob, Bob. Juicy, whatever it was. Don't say Bob. (laughs) Whatever it was. Fucking, uh. He was on that shit. Jada Pinkett had a Bob. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) We not finna put a Bob on Nipsey. We not finna do that shit. It looked like a little curly Bob. Nah, hell no. But shit, fucking Slim Thug. Didn't he come in like owning barber shops and shit? Not to my knowledge. Came in rich from where? From not having, uh, no exposure to he came in with a Bentley and all type of cars. Oh, okay, yeah, he had built up with Swisher House. That nigga was yeah. like balling, balling already. Yeah, I, like. I'll give you that. He was balling, balling already with Swisher House and and what they were doing and making moves and building their own um, empire and shit like that. Yes, for sure. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really don't like to compare nobody to Nipsey. Honestly, even if they are from. Well, the not H. really. I just put motherfuckers in like as far as like the king of the city. But again, Houston, yeah, king, Houston Slim got is a lot the king of, of Houston. That's kind of like big niggas out there because I look at Trey the Truth kind of like that. Okay, well, the only reason we can't say Trey and I love Trey too is just because he's been banned on so much shit, and so that has stopped him from doing bitch. a lot of things. Why would they ban Trader Truth? Listen, it's a whole story with him and the radio and 97.9 The Box and some more shit, so Trey has definitely done a lot for Houston, a community. He's an amazing rapper, but we can't give it to him because of that whole situation, and that's unfortunate because yeah, it was some up. bullshit. It is. And, yeah, Chameleonaire <laughs> is doing some good things with investments. That nigga Chameleonaire is big, crazy, stupid-ass balling. Chameleonaire is the prime example of what happens when you get outside of your comfort zone and where you are. Chameleonaire became this investment man because he left Houston. That's fucked up. And, no, it's real. I think... We underestimate leaving and and seeing something else. Nip did that. He got out. He read books. He met other people. He met Gary V. All of it. Gary V. gave Nip a lot of game as far as investments, money, how to move your shit. Like 
it's not like Nip just knew these things. He had to align himself with people who already knew. So he went to Gary Vee. He went to New York. He went to Florida and South Carolina and linked up with these people so that he could bring that knowledge back to Cali. You see what I'm saying? So it's nothing wrong with leaving home. I'm always be H-Town down to the day I die. But I'm out here in Cali getting the knowledge, aligning myself with people, building something so I can take it back to my people. I blow up tomorrow. If I build a school, you think I'm finna build a school out here in L.A.? No shade to Damn, my so niggas that's up. around me. I'm finna build my school in Houston. Stay stupid, L.A. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, speaking of that. Y'all got Kendrick. That shit. Yeah, that too. He built the school. Yeah. Dr. Dre just built the school in Compton. Y'all have those people. I don't people. remember none of that shit. Yeah. Dr. Dre and Kendrick gave the Compton School District over a million dollars. And then he rapped about it. He was like, don't argue about the money. Give it to the kids. Let them. No, well, not leave it to the kids. But anyway, he rapped about it. He gave them that money. Go ahead, B. Uh, Dr. Dre donated $10 million to Compton High. $10 million. Which is the high school he didn't go to. He went to the 10, which is Centennial High School, which Dr. Dre, closer to the neighborhood he grew up in, which is a blood neighborhood. That yeah. Dr. Dre grew up in, but we're not going to go into that. Yeah, Compton, yeah, Compton High was the school I went to. He gave USC $75 million. Yeah. Well, we know why he gave USC $75 million. No, we don't. So his child could go. That a bitch. That's one of those things like rich white people do. They get their kids into Harvard and Yale and all these schools because they're, they're investors, they're donors. They're, that's how they keep that shit private institutionalized like that. Because we don't have motherfucking $75,000 just to give to your ass. Yeah, so that's priority. If he if he would have took that $75 million and built the school in Compton, he could have been like LeBron in Ohio. Oh, yeah. for sure. I we, agree. We don't, we don't claim uh, Dre like that. I'm, I just brought him up in the, in the sense that he's a Cali person. Who gave money back to Cali? I'm a Houston person, and I'm gonna give money back to Houston. Not, not, not like I wouldn't show love to LA for sure. I would. This is a second home, but it, it's it's not the first one. Yeah, it's I not feel the first it. one. But yeah, I shit, it's Camillion there back in Houston. No, nah, so. he's still he's, here. He stay out Man, here. He still yeah, here. Nigga, he been here for a minute. That nigga said, "I ain't going back." Fuck uh-uh. that shit. Texas people up. love us out here. They never yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like how much nigga, money po- yeah, they po- they posting up out here in California. Nigga. This, this weather, nigga, no flood. It ain't flooding. Look, I'm not here because it don't flood. God Listen, damn. I know how to swim. I'm comfortable with it. I'm and, cool and with it. And you seen the earthquake. You was talking all that shit in that nigga, first test. Uh, these that first earthquakes test run. Ain't shit. have been crazy. The dang shit. Listen here to my people. Who 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 not comfortable with the she ground ain't moving? She ain't even fall out the bed. Uh, nigga, I was sitting on my couch and my TV was shaking. What? Your what? TV. Oh okay. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. <laughs> your TV <laughs> was shaking. My TV was. <laughs> yeah, your TV was shaking. Okay. That was close. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> your TV. <laughs> All right, what, did, what did you think I said? Your TV. No, motherfucker. Yeah, your TV your was TV shaking. Your TV was shaking, yeah. Your Samsung was shaking. Hell yeah, your TV. We're going to go with TV. The LG was shaking. I hate these ignorant ass yeah, with a passion. Her TV was shaking. That Vizio. Hell yeah. <laughs> old but to shit, old speaking, school. Speaking of fucking, uh, before I forget, while we talk about Houston, happy belated birthday to DJ Screw. Oh yeah, shout out to DJ Screw. Yeah, happy birthday to DJ School. It was yesterday, right? The 20th? Yep. Yeah. Shout yeah. Shout out to that. I was I was banging that June 27th freestyle again. It does go hard. Callie loves Houston. That's crazy. Like for Nigga, real, for didn't real. she just spend like a whole episode last week saying that we didn't? Uh, maybe maybe you made your case. UGK. Maybe you've on made the your case. Society soundtrack. So Hell listen, yeah. he went and googled that shit and sent it to me, and I was like, "The show is over." Because the crazy shit is, I had the soundtrack. Yeah. Hell yeah. See, I never saw Minutes to Society. I don't think that was big in in, in Houston like that. At, we have listen. Some people love Minutes to Society. Some people love Boys in the Hood. So. Yeah. That's why. No. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. TV. Yeah, I know. I don't even have any of those. I know, but today, man, you know, <sighs> small things shake too. 
There are so many things that go behind the scenes of our show, guys. That and I, it's an I earthquake, just, so I, everything shakes. I appreciate you guys just being patient with us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Fashion, old to old school. What's changed with fashion? Everything got tighter. And I'm and not shorter. even going to say tighter because looser, the, it got loose in the 90s and then it got back tight. Because shit, when I would look at like old uh, Isley Brother covers, y'all niggas can't say that these new niggas look gay. Because when you look at what them niggas was wearing, them niggas was wearing the same shit that the Pointer Sisters was wearing. I watched a documentary. Shout out to, if you have an opportunity to check out this Teddy Pendergrass uh, documentary, it's Original really, hot boys. really good. This nigga had on some pants that was so tight, like the whole nut set, the lines, the veins, the balls. I saw it all. And I'm like, said, you, you this shit see, was really popping back then. You can see his babies uh, crawling around. <laughs> Do in his you hear balls. me? It was ridiculous. And then the shirts with like, imagine if you saw a nigga now with a shirt that scooped down and you could see his pecs and his chest hair. You'd be like, for sure, this nigga gay. You, you. But back then, that's what I said. I'll say that. Them niggas dressed like disco queens. <laughs> tighter it was tight then it got baggy and loose and now we're back at tight yeah we grew up wearing baggy shit yeah like, i remember wearing a 5x tall t-shirt oh in like God. my wedding t- pictures and shit it looked like i had a wedding dress on with jeans under it i, I hated the tall t-shirt i didn't i thought that shit looked fly as fuck every nigga in houston probably had tall tees back in the day I was wearing them motherfuckers like after they was played out. That's the sad part, nigga. I didn't want to let the shit go. When niggas start wearing they shit tighter, I was like, man, fuck y'all. Y'all niggas gay. I'm going to keep on wearing this big shit. And I was looking a fucking mess, my nigga. Like, you will see pictures like me and then the other niggas. Like, okay, so you was in like 2002 on this picture. And these niggas all in like 2008. Like, nigga, I was, I was hanging on for dear life to the baggy shit. Why? Because I just, you know, I didn't feel it was masculine to tighten up your shit like that. I'm oh, like, yeah. nah, nigga, hell nah, nigga. And it was funny, like, the rumor of niggas saying, my dick too big to fit in skinny jeans. Now them same niggas run yeah. around here with leggings on. That's true. Niggas Very used to, niggas true. Niggas love that shit. There's, there's a balance, man. Like, don't have these pants tight and don't have these pants baggy all off your ass either. Like, just have them Slim fit. Slim fit. Just have them fit whatever your body type is. Because whatever you see one man doing, this go for women too. I, there, there are certain things that I don't do because I'm 5'10". I'll see a shorter girl in some shit and I'll be like, oh, that's so dope. But that's not going to translate the same on me because I'm taller. So that's like them uh, with some Fashion Nova fucking outfits. Bitches get the Fashion Nova and they be like, this was the expectation and mm-hmm. this is how the shit looked. I'm like, bitch, the body don't come with the, the outfit. They don't. It don't, mm-hmm. ladies. Them ba- oh, listen here. I seen one of those fashion, fashion Nova girls. needs like some fat models. No, they they got them. They got the no. Fashion I mean, like bad built. Yes, like these bitches who be buying the shit. They got Fashion Nova Plus now. I know Plus, mean, yeah, but they still be having nice ass bodies. They still be little in the middle. You mean the karate no. joints? No. What nigga. you mean? Like that when they ass dip in? Yeah, exactly. I I need a a, a Mr. Potato Head built bitch. To be wearing some fashion <laughs> for the bitches who, who built fucked up. So because I'm, everybody don't got a nice ass body. Some of these bitches, like the big BBWs, that be like that. They be like a nice big ass Coke bottle. I don't mean nice, the, the two big ass Coke, Coke bottle. bottle built. I mean the bitches that's built like like this shit, refrigerator built bitch. Like <laughs> like fashion over need like a regular degular built bitch. Like uh like the old super scent body. The ideas and opinions expressed by Young Dol- Young Dolomite of, are his of his own and do not represent the cat versus talk. This nigga said refrigerator bill. Yeah, the bitches with the fuck that body. I can't. Like, uh, I can't. The Parkers, Monique and her daughter, they was fucked up built. Like, they should have somebody built They're like that. They're plus size women. So you can't say you love BBWs and then say. I said the thick ones. I didn't say what, all the fat ones. What? Okay, the, the, I get it. Monique was a larger girl back then, but uh, Countess Vaughn, she wasn't bad built back then. Yes, yeah, she was. She just was she a chubbier girl. Body. Yeah, she, but she still was bad built. I don't think, for, especially for that time and period. Bad built. I don't think so. She was bad built. But mm-hmm. that white girl. What white girl? Oh my god! She had some cakes on her. Yeah, she. she I ain't gonna front. She was thick. I don't. I don't even for like pork. Girl. But yeah, for a white girl, she had a little. She had a little dumper on the back. 
But I ain't a big fan of white girls, though. I just was like, damn. I think fashion is another one of the things with the old school. It's just, it repeats itself. Yeah, it's coming we was back doing to sneakers. Bell bottoms back in the day, and now I, we're doing bell bottoms again. Like, we're seeing, I will say, though, the wig wearing is probably one of the biggest transitions that I've probably seen because coming Bitch up, is proud to wear, it. proud to like wear we'll wigs. Tell you, nigga, you better this not is touch a wig. this wig. Right, nigga. this wig is me coming up. Wig wearing and no shade was was for all women and cancer patients. You wasn't wearing no damn wig, and if you was, you didn't want nobody secret. to know you had a damn wig. But shit, now, in the nineties, they didn't want to tell nobody that they had no type of fake hair. Bitch, shit, yeah. be my length right now, mm-hmm. and then two days later, got the whole fucking poetic justice in the sweater. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that because it was such like if you if you think back to Martin episode, be like, yeah. right that part Bitch got all the horses. The quality wasn't as good, and it was always associated Synthetic. with you didn't have no hair. Like yeah. your grade was either somehow bad or messed up. And that's why you had to go this route. Like I, I never wore weave. I don't think in my high school or my, um, even my younger years, like college and first starting out in the Navy, my first sewing, I think I was like 25, 26 years old. Yeah. I ain't never wore weaves neither. (laughs) (laughs) I had, I had the long magnificent shit back in the day though. Nigga, my shit was, why have you yet to post that picture on our page? Which one? Of this long hair. Shit. We, would you want me to post it on the story or the uh, page? I, I post, post that shit I, once on we You should post it. Y'all should see this my shit. shit was, my shit was flowing on these oh motherfuckers. My God. Nigga. When I seen that shit, I was like, wow. Nigga, I had the, the 20-inch Brazilian on my shit. Nigga, I was looking like, uh, what you call that shit? I was looking like uh, DJ Quick Jr. out this motherfucker. He looks like Snoop in I that Snoop Lord video Jesus when he perm. presses his hair out. Yeah, Dude, were was, you pressing it? Yeah. I feel like. Well, I'm sure they were. I was I was team natural. I ain't I ain't need no chemicals for my shit. I was I was uh letting my melanin pop. My melanin was fucking popping. My sister said, show my prom picture. My prom picture I had the Shirley Temple curls. Oh, you curled it. Yeah, I had I don't understand how you didn't see anything feminine in that. Because in California, that's some gangster shit. But we you didn't want to wear pants that fit. See the irony rollers. of that? I remember motherfuckers had barrettes on they shit. I had those little ballies on my shit. I had the two fucking ponytail braids, long as a motherfucker with the ballies on the I'm not fucking no nigga with no barrettes in his shit, head. Yeah, that's a, that's a magnificent dick. That shit, that's had horrible. that shit had your whole motherfucking stomach knotted up. Yeah, no. Now you run around this motherfucker walking like you just jumped off a horse. You Sometimes be, I just have to leave on the show. You be walking like you walking on one of those, what you call that shit? The jumping jack shit? Stilts. No, the, you know, you fucking throw the ball. And hopscotch. Want, yeah, hopscotch. Yeah, you look like you're doing that shit. Now you crip walking up out the bedroom. With barrettes. Hell yeah. Ladies. Ladies. Stop it. You can vouch for that shit. Oh. Real niggas out here. With barrettes. Laying it down. Swinging and dangling. What's something that was an old school thing that you wish you could see now? I want a big wheel. Hmm. I had a big wheel. I'd, I'd love to have like an adult big wheel. And, and you know what, Migos just did a commercial like on Big Wheel. Fucking tires, mm-hmm. the one that fucking burn out and shit, nigga. Yep. I I paid some some, uh, some cool little dollars for that shit. Did you get your kids Big Wheels? Shit, them motherfuckers was way gone. If I'd have found something for my kids, mm-hmm. I definitely would have. I think Brownie had one when she was real little, like the little one, but like they didn't have like the the, the, big the OG big one. Yeah. So Big Wheels. Um, I don't know. I can't really think of nothing else that I would really bring back because technology has come so far that a lot of the shit that I enjoyed back in the day, I could enjoy thoroughly now. Mm. So technology has been an addition to. Hell yeah. Okay. Because I remember having like the CD book with like oh, 300 yeah, CDs. I got all that same fucking music in my phone right now. Yeah. Like I could literally Google a song from back in the day like a nigga didn't have to like. I remember like having the old jams. Was like some fly shit. Like, nigga, watch this. You go pull out the motherfucking CD from the back. Like, yeah. nigga, 
Y'all don't remember that shit. Niggas like, damn, nigga, where you get that motherfucking old school Ace Master Spade and shit? Yeah, that's true. Like, nowadays, nigga, you gonna fucking Google Play or iTunes and pop that bitch up like it's it ain't nothing. shit. I don't know how many times I have been like at the Gap or even when I walk into Starbucks. If I hear a song and I'm like, oh, I really like that. I'll just say, Siri, what's this song? Boom, she tells me what it is and now it's saved on title. Like, the convenience of that shit is crazy. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't bring back CD players or cassettes or yeah. I'm, I remember dubbing tapes. I remember like the fucking radio. Them like you had to try to catch that shit at the right time, especially when you had the tape where you had to put like a little piece of toilet paper in it. Or some niggas are like tape the top of the tape so you could dub the tape. Like when the radio would play, like a nigga, we got a world premiere, brand yeah, new yeah. Snoop Dogg nigga. Yeah. So you try to pop that bitch in and time that motherfucker. I used to hate when I do that shit and then the DJ talk over it, nigga, the beat start playing, that nigga be like, yeah, nigga, 92.3 to beat with the exclusive. I'm like, nigga, shut the fuck up so I can fucking record this shit, you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> fuck the whole song up. I used to hate that shit. I used, listen, on Sundays, 97.9 Box in Houston plays the Scrooston mix and that used to be the shit i used to try to record every weekend i had so many scrooston tapes and just would play those hoes i wouldn't bring that back though at all what the scrooston tapes or tapes no just tapes oh, they still do that every sunday damn so who do it fucking michael five thousand watts what? it'll be watts or it's, it's just a radio station they play nothing but Scro- like i think it starts at like from seven to eleven that's the dope shit in Houston. They don't they don't really fuck with screw shit out here like that. No. But I get why like just like we, we don't. do, but not our radio stations. Yeah, no. Because it's not, certain things are a transitional sound and they catch on. And then my thing gets, it was older. But like, people still use it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a sound, but I've have listened to a couple of artists and they'll have a screw song on their playlist so people use erica badu has screwed a couple of songs um what's old dude uh he's a r&b singer he's used a lot of screw on here especially r&b singers they love that because it's slowing it down and making it sexy and making mm-hmm. it dope so they voice deeper and shit but that part life hack if you want some good screw shit that piff.com you can get a nigga whole album the screw version that it be on thatpiff.com, yep. I've never heard of that. It, it's the regular CD cover, but it be purple. Okay. And it be the whole album, Chopped and Screwed shit. Sometimes I get the Chopped and Screwed version, won't even get the real album, because the Chopped and Screwed album be better. And the way they transition from track to track, that shit be hard. I wish we could bring back courting. Courting? Yeah. Uh, like really seeing the value in that. Because I think we wouldn't have so much divorce. If you if you were just courting and really getting to know this person without sex being involved, sex, it's not so much that it confuses people, but especially once you get older. We're not talking about the 25 years old and the hot girl and the hot boy, people like that. A woman will stay in a situation because she's already had sex with this person. But if you just court and then this nigga do something stupid or it's starting to go, it's easier to walk away when you haven't shared yourself. Yeah, but women have dropped the value of pussy tremendously. Women have dropped the value? The, the fucking, uh, the, the, if pussy was a stock, it would be plummeting, as the great Dave Chappelle said. And, that's, and it's women's fault? They giving it away. Mm. they're in control of it and they're giving it away at an alarming pace there is no way in hot hell that i'm gonna say that it's women's fault i feel like there are a number of factors on why giving away the pussy too much on why shit is the way it is as far as dating but it's damn sure ain't just our fault Yes. You, you're the ones giving up the pussy. There are some women who are making it easier. But my thing yeah, is, if, if hold a, on to that shit. when a woman back in the gap was making it easier, a nigga would be like, oh, I don't want that. That's a hoe that's been around the block. Back in the gap. What's that? I don't know yes. what that is. Like, I'm saying, we're talking about old school. What is the gap? Back in the day. Oh, okay. Shit, yeah, that's some Houston shit. I ain't never heard oh, that. Oh, my God. You heard that before? No, exactly. Y'all have heard well, back said, in the gap. No, the Stop hell we it. have not. Have you heard Stop a nigga out it. here say that? Please explain. Listen, mm-hmm. I don't hang with that many Cali dudes. Exactly. Y'all so we don't know what the, the fuck a back in the gap is. Back in the day, 
Okay. If a, if you For if real. you had a fast ass girl or she had that reputation, yeah, it was a couple of niggas who was gonna hit her, but it was like that was not the thing to do. Yeah, versus you're not finna now, wife her. right now, that's the thing to do. You're looking for the easiest role, period. You're in Texas, Makita. But yeah, um, so, she says she heard it. She's in Texas. She's in what? Dallas. Thank she's you. In te- she's in Texas. I that don't shit give a don't damn. count. Listen here. Back in the gap. That's some Texas shit. No, it's not. Where Somebody chime in who they heard that old people. That's old some people old shit. In Texas. Old Texas. Old people across the old board. Old people who wear cowboy hats, we cowboy don't wear boots. Cowboy. They're always going <laughs> Then I can't take it. <laughs> Motherfuckers who put them uh, them them bull horns on the front of their car. <laughs> the niggas with the swingers. Hell yeah, the niggas wait, wait, who wait, put wait. the I'm swingers. Wait, wait, wait. I went swingers. The, what do you mean bull horns? You know, like fucking Slim Thug got on his Cadillac. Oh, bull, like the legitimate horns of a bull. Oh my god. Wait, you you still messing with niggas that got the swingers? Hell yeah. <laughs> Pop the trunk. That motherfucker say, "Don't watch me. Watch TV." You fuck with that, that and you talk shit about ne- Cali niggas. Neon lights I didn't say bitch. I fucked with it. I when you asked me, it just nigga brought me it. to a different day and time in my life. Nigga where nigga got a candy painted Buick Lesabre. Yeah, right, nigga. Everybody had that Buick. That bitch, that I, motherfucker's uh, sticking out this goddamn far yeah. with the Dayton knockoff on that motherfucker. Listen, I might look at her different if I see her hopping one of them. Got <laughs> in the motherfucking slab, nigga. Yeah, if she hopping the slab, I'll be like. Mm. Look at all that. Like so much for that Don Diva. That title. motherfucker got six twelves in the back of that motherfucker now. with a TV in the back of that bitch. <laughs> Listen, on a Sunday night on the if, south if side, you could that put goes neon down. Lights in your trunk. What would your shit say? Bad bitches only. God damn, bad bitches only. I <laughs> but I that. mean that that would have been some shit I would have did at eighteen, nineteen. I'm grown now. Some what shit would you, you put just, now? Nothing, nigga. I'm grown. I'm not getting no neon lights in my car. Her shit would say, "God bless you." <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. Blessings among all. It would say, "Manifest your destiny." Damn, it see. was. It would be some positive. I ain't never been a negative person, and I never will be. My shit would be like. Fuck, Fuck you, nigga. Yeah, it would be Fuck something. You, Fuck bitch. you. Fuck these niggas. Yeah. My shit say, "Fuck the police." Oh, okay. I'm with that. Yeah, me too. Fuck the police. I'm definitely with that. Not not in that way. The bad way. Right. Not in the sexual matter, but a fuck you, bitch ass nigga. Matter. Right. Oh, we do ride the King Ranch trucks and a four F one fifty. That's one thing that's a big difference between not what that we're that? talking about Cali and uh? and, and Texas, yeah, but like trucks. The four trucks. Like are a huge. F-150? A F one fifty. Oh yeah, California. Everybody. California, they they drive them, but those are the Mexicans. I don't even nah. Only that. only if I see a nigga in the F one fifty, I know for a fact his last name ends with a Z. I don't see F one fifties out here. Like I see trucks. But not and not Fords. Like Ford is the if a nigga gonna have a truck in Houston, he gonna have an F one fifty. Yeah, because out there they drive Fords, period. Like yeah. them niggas will drive a fucking um a Crown Victoria. Out here we don't fuck with Crown Victorias. Out here, oh, Chevy's yeah. only. I, mm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a few Crown Victorias. I know niggas, if you if you coming up, you're going to have a Buick or you're going to have a Cadillac. Yeah. Every, uh, most young niggas, when I graduated high school, had a Cadillac. I had a Cadillac. Mm-hmm. I miss my Cadillac. My grandma had a Cadillac. Then I got Cadillacs. a Cutlass. Oh, yeah, that's real urban. Yeah, back in the day, Cadillacs was like urban. the ballerist <laughs> of the baller shit. Like a Cadillac it really was, like was. Your grandparents had a Cadillac. Your grandparents had some off. Hey, that's an old school thing. Hell yeah, yeah a Cadillac yeah. was a status symbol. Yeah, a Cadillac for sure. was a fucking. It was practically like a Mercedes. Like yeah. if you got a Cadillac, nigga. You 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 got paper. Ain't no broke motherfuckers was riding no Cadillacs back in the day. How did that transition? How did Cadillac go down? Because now, if you see a nigga in a Cadillac, you'll be like, they start making cheap bullshit ass cars out of nothing. They still mm. expensive though. Like, Are they? Yeah, yeah like but Escalade's like ninety thousand. But oh. a, a Cadillac car is still a very cheap quality car. Like when I went to go buy my Mercedes, they was literally telling me, "Do not buy a Cadillac. These cars are trash." 
Yeah, the North Stars are hard to fix too. That yeah. too. Yeah, my my aunt, she got a Cadillac that shit. That motherfucker been sitting on the curb for decades because the engine is some bullshit. Like you need a fucking computer programmer to fix that motherfucker. Damn. So yeah, motherfuckers don't really fuck with Cadillac. No, Cadillacs, Cadillacs is something that has ball. went away. Like you just do not see that and it does not have that same weight that it once had. In the black community, and then period. Yeah, period. Period. Shit, I remember, like, even white motherfuckers, you'll see in the yeah. big ass Cadillacs. Yeah. Like, Cadillac was the, the shit, shit to have when you had some money back in the day. Nowadays, not so much. Motherfuckers don't really care about Cadillac like that. At all. Like, man, yeah, shit. Uh, my cousin said Cadillacs was our family's favorite car. Mm-hmm. Hell, motherfucking yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, for black people, I mean, for white people too, but definitely, like, even I can think of, like, old movies when Temptations and remember when they got their first check, they all went out and got Cadillacs. Hell yeah. I remember that was my what you did. Had a Cadillac and my papa had a Cadillac. And they always had, they had multiple Cadillacs. Like, that's pretty much all I could remember them ever driving, like, from when I was born. Hell yeah, the motherfucking shit. My grandmother, when she passed away, she still had a fucking Cadillac. They always had Cadillacs. And the pimps drove Cadillacs, which is why I really wanted a Cadillac growing up. I was like, man, I want to be like the pimps. That shit would be fly. My pops had a clean-ass fucking cherry red Cadillac. That motherfucker was clowning. But uh, what does Eric Thomas say? Oh, what is someone? Yeah, the is? North Star engine is very hard to repair. What's Reason a North Star? What's the, that? It's the the type of engine that Cadillacs came with. I think oh. after more like like ninety four, they start putting the North Star engine in the Cadillac, and I think that's kind of when the motherfuckers went downhill. Mm. Once that North Star engine start coming in the motherfuckers, because it was kind of like I guess they used it as like it's the new computer upgraded bullshit. Yeah. Probably trying to compete with BMW and Benz because they always been on them computer systems. Hell yeah. So when that shit, you know, start clinking out, nigga, Cadillac just went into the fucking dumps. But Cadillacs used to be the shit. And then when, oh, y'all remember that line that uh, 2 Chain said? He was like, it's like an Escalade. Everybody got one. That's when when you have like a rapper or somebody heavy say something, but it's true. It's just like, Rap affects the culture and vice versa. Just like Rick Ross' new song just came out and he had a whole, not a whole verse, but a couple of lines about Zion. It's a reflection of, of what's going on. Yeah, the basketball oh, player. Yeah. What's going on in the culture. If something is popping, then a rapper is going to rap about it. If something ain't shit, he's going to rap about it and say it ain't shit. So if you hear somebody say, oh, like Escalade, everybody got everybody got one, then you're going to be like, oh, shit, I don't want to get that because... Everybody got one. Yeah, some rappers will literally make something that's the shit ain't shit. True. That Just nigga Jay-Z is fucking notorious for that shit. That <laughs> nigga make niggas stop doing all kind of shit. He made niggas stop wearing throwback jerseys and shit. Yeah. It's like, damn, nigga, these motherfuckers was like $150 a jersey, my nigga. Now I got to get rid of them because of you, nigga. <laughs> I was mad. I was mad at him for that shit. A lot of niggas had fake ones like a motherfucker. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Niggas had the, the Los Angeles, Los Angeles jerseys and shit. <laughs> ben. <laughs> this Kawhi lab. Like, I really, nigga, really, really, really. Why is your number so fuzzy? Why? Who's like, number? Nigga, nigga fucking oh, on the jersey? Yeah, I never the jersey. had, I had those jersey boots. Did y'all, did y'all have those? I know. <laughs> the they Timberlands? Had, no, they had these boots that were like sneakers. Oh shit! I had she a was pair wearing those, of those. The, the ones when the fake Jordans was cracking. Them fake Jordan boots. They're not fake Jordan. They were boots that were sneakers for girls. They were not supposed to be. Nigga, it wasn't you know like exactly a, what the fuck. No, because yeah, yes. in order for them to be fake, a real one had to exist. So there was no real one. It was just a shoe that was designed they were made like a by sneaker. The companies that made the fake Jordans. Okay, well, when, I don't when, know when who made them, them. When niggas was getting them $20 Jordans out of trunks, them boots came from the same place. Oh, well, I had a pair of red I had a lot pair. of, I ain't gonna front though. I had a lot of those fake $20 Jordans, nigga. I'm not gonna bullshit you, nigga. I will wear them, fuck them up, and go buy another pair next week. Like, I was getting them, them bitches like, I was changing the motherfuckers out like draws, nigga. I had like some blue laser fours, nigga. I bought my girl to fucking see through Lime green sevens, nigga. Remember when the see-through Jordans was yeah. cracking, nigga? I and got the Air Force One, nigga. We was pulling oh up God. with the matching fake Jordans, nigga. Thought we was clowning like a motherfucker. <laughs> <nigga>. <laughs> matching fake 
get you. Like, yeah, I'm going to get you a pair of these blue fives to match my blue fives, nigga. Match my swap meet flyness, goddamn Fuck out of here. Nigga. I never had a pair they of They had fake Air Force Ones. I bought Hell a pair yeah. of Air Force Ones out of the fucking liquor store. They still have fake Air Force Ones. That's the sad Who, part. Where? In Houston? No, nigga, here. Where? Uh, whatever. It's a store over there off of Western and. Don't let me find a pair. I'm aware. What is that like? Normandy or giggles. some shit? It's over in that area. I'm aware the motherfucker just for fun. I literally go no, buy it not. for shit. Don't let me find no, a pair not. of fake fucking like Obama Elevens. Remember I when can't. they had the Obama shoes? No. B, you remember the motherfuckers? They had like the fake when the fake Jordans was coming with like the Gucci prints, nigga. They oh, had like the yeah. SpongeBob's, the Louis Vuittons. Yeah. Like they they was getting retarded with the fakes, nigga. Like toward the end of the fake era, these niggas was putting like the the bape, like little dollar signs on the Jordans. So they were just mixing and matching shit. I remember they had like the the sevens mixed with the tens, mixed with the thirteens and shit. Like, them niggas was making all type of Frankenstein creations, nigga. 2003 was a hell of a year for fake-ass Jordans. <laughs> it was, like, from, what, like, 2003 to maybe, like, 2007. It's still fake shit. No, no but I don't this feel shit, like it's really stopped. No, this shit was, like, it was, like, a fucking epidemic. Like, everybody was wearing fake Jordans. Because niggas was pulling up with literally a trunk full, a minivan. Trunk full, Popped the yeah. trunk, nigga, and it, like, boxes and boxes of Jordans. And that all shit ain't going sizes. on right now? And then the Santee? no. Yeah, so down out here, they had this thing called the Santee Alley, where you can go and buy all kind of fucking fake shit. Yeah, fake that? Louis Vuitton purses, fake Chanel, but that's perfume, but I, this no. and that. Like this shit was like literally like the street hustle, like, like how niggas, niggas sell up. weed. Niggas will pull up on your block, pop the trunk, and be like, "Nigga, I got the Jays, nigga, for twenty dollars, nigga. Any pair you want, nigga. I got the blue fucking eleven. I think that was something that went on out here. Maybe because <laughs> out here, go ahead, ben. That shit was flagrant. You remember the the half Jordan, half Air Force Ones? Oh my God, the Fusions. <laughs> Yo. I thought those was fake. Those is real. Oh, they was real? Nigga. Wow. Worst yeah. bullshit Jordan brand ever did, my nigga. Like, why the fuck would you even do some bullshit like that? That's like, crazy. yuck. Yeah, we, we had a, a fake Jordan epidemic for for a couple of years out here. I was buying fake Jordans for my whole fucking family. I was wearing them motherfuckers <laughs> one time. He's saying and this shit, and I'm like... Brothers. I'm not even fucking playing. This dead goddamn serious. These niggas can vouch for it. I was buying fake Jordans for everybody, man. I appreciate your transparency. I really man. do. That that you're honest in your, in your purchase of fake paraphernalia. Hey, shit. Right. And the crazy shit, nigga, I ain't even know that was fake. Honestly, I was just like, nah, shit, niggas getting Jordans for 20? Fuck it, nigga. Why would I go How spend $160 on a store when niggas got them for a dub? Because some niggas had all the real colors. Mm. It was getting kind of wild when it was like, damn, nigga, I didn't never see the green see-through sevens in the store, nigga. Maybe we getting like some some exclusive shit. Y'all ain't but no we didn't give a fuck. That we was, was buying pitch. all that shit. Exactly. Oh, nigga, these, nigga, they ain't even got these in the stores yet. Nigga, these ain't even out yet. And niggas like, shit. Nigga, and they only $20? These motherfuckers straight from New York right exactly, here. Exactly, nigga. We was buying And y'all was really falling for this shit. I'm talking oh, about, I was buying like four, five boxes. I was buying them bitches by the stacks because at the time I was only like 22, 23 and I I had a good job. I just started driving trucks. So I was like buying them out. Like, nigga, how many size 13s you got? Let me get all them motherfuckers. I want somebody from Houston to verify if if we had this shit going on. Because I was in the hood and I don't remember none of this. Yeah, nigga. We we didn't buy Jordans. My my first pair of Jordans, I think I was like 20. In Texas? In 20. No, no, niggas had them. But I'm saying for me personally, my mama didn't buy that. That that 2011 uh, release? That was Texas where them niggas was all stepping all over each other and shit on the news. Yeah. Them niggas was in Houston. Niggas was fighting and, and getting in line. Out there getting and, doing the, and doing the most for sure. For some Jordans. So I'm like, shit, I thought niggas in Houston was super big. Yeah, on but them. real shit. Yeah. The niggas was fighting over oh, yeah, real no. shit. I want to know if somebody was out here in, oh, yeah, in the nah. H. California. During this time taking, you know, advantage nigga. of the fake shit. We was out there with the fakes. Nigga, we got a bonus. Caught his ass off guard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he been throwing up signals the whole time. I'll be muting my... Uh, nigga, he was over here, nigga, throwing up gang signs. I'll be muting my, uh, my mic when I'm not talking. Um, I don't think we have one today. God, God damn it. We don't have one today. I hope mm-hmm. I ain't losing then, nigga. 
Right. <laughs> You've won the last two. Oh my three god. Teams. And today's yeah, Cat versus Dog winners. She's back, oh. bitches. <laughs> With the red lip. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here we go with the bullshit. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Shout out to my coworkers. So. I opened it. Okay, you want me to close? <laughs> God damn. I'm sorry, Ann. I'm sorry. I don't want to put it all on all your shit. I know, I do. <laughs> I, I appreciate you allowing me to lean on you in that moment. So, this has been another episode of the Cat vs. Dog Show with myself, CJ, and my amazing, responsible co-host, Young Dolomite. I ain't shit. And none other than being ready on the board, super producer. You bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, since you ain't shit, do you have some words for the people? I really, really ain't shit. That's it. I ain't shit. I ain't shit either. Have a good week. All y'all. All y'all. Even the ain't shit motherfuckers. Especially, Especially them. the ain't right. shit motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers have a fantastic, phenomenal week. It's phenomenal. We'll holler at y'all.